0: Big D Entertainment in association with Dipsy Doodle Productions presents The Dave Holly Hour, brought to you by TJS Ceramic Studio, Serendipity Studio Gallery and Gifts, Chasers Food and Spirits, Excel Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffett Entertainment, and the Sioux Falls Arts Council. The Dave Holly Hour features Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment Conversations. A true lover of arts, entertainment, good food and fun times, including an occasional Jack Daniels. Okay, so a few Jack Daniels. Here he is, Dave Holly.
1: Welcome, everyone. Appreciate those of you that are regular listeners, and welcome those of you catching the show for the first time. Great to have all of you on board. Later in the show, we talk about the Vaudies with co-host and co-producer Emily Wilson. Coming up in a few minutes, we hear about Sunny Radio with station owner John Small. But first, let's pop the cork on this bubbly little show. Time to grab your favorite beverage, lift it high, and toast it to being Thursday, a.k.a. Weekend Eve.
0: Hey, weekend isn't around the corner, it's here!
1: So long hump day in your frumpy way. We say hello to Thursdays with opening nights. The weekend is near and we can see the bright lights. Yes, Thursday, you're so hearty. We can't wait for Friday. So a day early, we start the party. Whatever you're drinking and whatever you're drinking it out of might very well be determined by where and when you are listening. My choice, of course, a Jasper Newton, Jack Daniels Diet Coke of the Lime. Now for you, whether it's a cup of coffee, glass of milk, bottle of water, mug of beer, a cocktail, glass of wine, or flute of champagne. Lift it high and toast to new acquaintances. While hosting trivia at Chasers earlier this week, Kyle Kenny comes up to me and introduces himself and says that he's a new podcast subscriber and was coming to Trivia just to scope it out. So cheers to you, all new acquaintances. Speaking of cheers, which just happens to rhyme with beers, say cheers with a beer or your favorite cocktail at Chasers, West 12th Street and Ellis Road. Make sure you grab some great food while you're at it and join me on Monday nights for Dave Holly Hour Trivia, starting at 7. This coming Monday, the trivia theme will be the Oscars. Honorable, Honorable mention. 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 So, what over the past week made Dave laugh, guffaw, chuckle, chortle, giggle, smile, or maybe even shed a tear of joy? Well, I tell you what, it's actually tonight. The Vaudties is at 7.30. We have a star studded lineup, comedy from Jerry Irby, the amazing vocals of Clinton Store and Valerie Ahrens. Light on their feet, the Vaudys Dancers, Sidney Bartunic and Tony Bartholomus, and Lisa Conlan and Raina Rasmussen, plus a mystery magician tonight at 730. To learn more, go online at thevaudies.com. Vaudies is spelled V-A-U-D-I-E-S. Think modern-day vaudeville. We're on Facebook and Instagram as well. Later, we're going to talk with the Vaudies with co-producer, co-host Emily Wilson. But up next, local radio station owner, John Small. On the Dave Holly Hour. Are you ready to uncover the secrets of luck? Prepare to be mesmerized as we invite you to our newest art exhibit, Luck. Step into a world where chance meets creativity, where the roll of the dice and the flip of a coin inspire breathtaking works of art. From paintings that capture the essence of serendipity to photos that embody fortune's touch, Luck explores the mystical forces that shape our lives. Join us for an unforgettable journey through the realms of luck and destiny. This exhibit promises to ignite your imagination and leave you in awe. Mark your calendars and join us at Serendipity Studio Gallery and Gifts during March from 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Admission is free. So bring your friends and family for an experience like no other. You can see it live at Serendipity Studio located downtown Sioux Falls in the historic Shriver Building at 230 South Phillips Avenue on the second floor. Don't miss your chance to be inspired by luck. See you at the exhibit. Check out the new Ceramic Studio in Sioux Falls, conveniently located off Kiwanis Avenue on 5th Street. T.J.S. Ceramics, inside Oscar's mini storage. We have thousands of classic vintage ceramic mold items and several new items, too. T.J.S. Ceramics offers classes, special open studio nights, and completed ready-to-purchase items. Disc studio time or painting parties are available. Visit T.J.S. Ceramics Studio in person today or email T.J.S. Ceramics at gmail.com for more details.
2: Are you an artist? Need some funding to further your art? There's a great opportunity for you through a Sioux Falls Arts Council program. The Artist Microgrant Program gives away several microgrants to local artists no matter what art discipline you're in. Unlike more traditional grants, a microgrant is very easy to apply for. Go to arts.siouxfalls.org. If you haven't done so yet, create a listing on the artist directory, which is beneficial in its own way. Then go to the Artist Micro Grants page and apply online. The process is simple. Find out more about the Sioux Falls Arts Council as well online at artssufalls.org.
3: It's the podcast that creatives in the Sioux Empire listen to so they can learn more about other creatives. It's the Dave Holly Hour.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Oh, you know I have to say it. It's always a pleasure to talk Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment. It's always a pleasure to have new guests on as well. And it's a new guest. He's been on the radar for a few years. But, you know, I just keep running into people and it's like, hey, got to get so-and-so on the show. Well, it's finally time to get John Small on the show. And it was uh, no small feat getting him. <laughs> Do you still use the big John Small moniker, John?
2: I, I do. Yeah. You know, that's been my nickname since I was a little kid. I have yeah. a brother, Joe, who's a year younger, and there's six kids in our family, and they're all Jays Jason, Julie, John, Joe, Jody, Jamie. Oh. So my dad's friends would keep us, you know, because, you know, they'd keep us uh, separated by it. it was Big John and Little Joe.
1: Uh-huh. So I just,
2: then I grew into it, you know, <laughs> over 300 pounds. I'm like, I'm like okay, well, I got to lose some weight, but I'm still probably going to be Big John's mom.
1: Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, you would do so many things. And, you know, I was uh, thinking of, you know, one of the ways I could introduce you was another guy that's lost a job in radio before. Some of us make <laughs> podcasts; others just decide to buy their own damn station.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, so you have so, Sunny Radio, and how yeah. did it uh, start up, and how has it been able to maintain for yeah. a couple of decades now?
2: Yeah, we uh, well, it's, it's I think we're going on 14 years. Okay, like that. we started in. In 2010. So whatever the math is on. There we go. Yeah.
1: 14. Yeah.
2: But we, so we, uh, my wife and I, you know, we we got married back in the year 2000. So I always, I can always remember that it's (laughs) uh, whatever the year is. That's so 24 years ago. And I worked in radio at the time. She did not. She worked Mm -hmm. in different industries. But along the way, um, you know, she kind of was a secondhand uh, radio person because, you know, she would get to hear all the stuff I was doing and come to the fun things I was doing. And I got out of radio in like 2006, and, uh, and I told her, I said, man, I'd like to own my own radio station someday. And I really, that was something I'd always wanted to do, and, and I always said I would do things differently if I had a station. And uh, there was a group in Sioux Falls that, that, you know, one group owned eight stations, and another group <laughs> owned five stations, and then they bought the last three locally owned stations, yeah. and then it was eight and eight. And I called and said, "Hey, I'd like to, I'd like to buy one of your stations." And they're like, uh, "We'll sell it to you one minute at a time. How many ads do you want?" And I go, "Okay, come on, seriously." Oh wow! And I pestered them for three years, Dave. Three because I don't take no for an answer. I, <laughs> I keep just, but I don't ask the same way. I ask different ways each time. Uh, so then finally, after three years and enough uh, pestering and hounding, they said, "Sure, we'll sell it to you." And when we launched that station, I said, "You know, I want this to be." you know, part radio station and part laboratory to try some silly things that I always wanted to do. And, you know, uh, at, at other companies, when, when my boss has a boss and that boss has two bosses and they have another boss, you want to do something different. The answer is usually no, because like everybody's afraid that if it doesn't work, they're going to get fired. So uh, I've tried a lot of things. Some of those things have worked. Some of those things have not been so great. But, you know, at the end of the day, I, I'm, I'm not afraid to try new things. And uh, it's been so much fun. And we've had a chance to do some just amazing things over the last 14 years. And, and uh, we're still plugging away. The only locally owned radio station around here. And, and uh, it's been God just, bless a you. Of fun. <laughs> yeah, it's been fun.
1: Yeah, there is not enough local radio anymore. So thank you for the fact that you do have local radio. And uh, so, you know, when you started, it was sunny and everything was always uh, in the 80s. And you were yeah. playing strictly 80s music. Uh, not movies yeah. but uh, songs and uh, so how has that grown in the 14 years
2: yeah in in uh, 2018 we decided we're going to add some 90s music mm-hmm. and, and this was my big plan my plan was sunny radio where it's always in the 80s and 90s you know uh-huh. that was going to be my big yeah. change and right at that same time uh dan ferris was coming on board with us and dan said you know i think you guys should kind of you know put change the brand up a little bit and put who you are in. He's like, I know you're big supporters of veterans and and he's like, you're Christians, but you're not preachy. You're not out, you know, preaching. Uh But he said, I think it needs to be like God and country. And my wife was like, well, that's going to sound like a country station. And uh, so we, we came up with instead it's faith, freedom, and the best music of the eighties and nineties. And, you know, again, we're not preachy at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, and, but every hour we have a, a message from, veterans, you know, where it's somebody who is either a listener or at least somebody that we know, and they record a message saying, you know, I'm so-and-so, I served in this capacity, and you're listening to my station for faith, freedom, and the best music of the 80s and 90s, and it, it's just been a neat thing, you know, we've we've really enjoyed that, and I'll tell you, the funny thing is, day one, the very first day that we switched over to that, I got an email from a gentleman who said, you're ruining the best radio station in Sioux Falls, <laughs> and I I sent a message back and I said, first of all, thanks for listening. But I said, what, what do you mean we're ruining it? And he goes, oh, you're changing things and I like it the way it is. You know, you're going to add a bunch of music we won't like. And I said, well, I've had people asking for music from the 90s for a long time. And a lot of the stuff they're asking for, they think is from the 80s. True. But it was from the early 90s. It sounded the same. And I said, so the music part isn't going to really change that much. And then he responds back. He goes, well, this whole faith freedom thing sounds like a dog whistle to the Trumpers. I'm like, well, I don't know <laughs> what that means, but, but I said, it's not that whatever you think it is, it's not that. And I said, keep this email. And if it becomes that call me on it, I mean it seriously. And I talked to that guy quite often, not because he's calling me on that, but he's calling in and requesting music. And, you know, he still listens and still likes the station. And and again, I said, it, this has nothing to do with who's sitting in the Oval Office. That's not who we're talking right. about at all. The, the The freedom that we're talking about are the men and women who fought for that freedom. And we love the sacrifice they made deserves their res- respect. We we deserve, you know, they deserve us giving them respect every single day, not just, you know, a couple of days on the calendar where we go, oh hey, th- today is Veterans Day. So let's be nice today. I'm like, let's be nice all the time.
1: Exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> Honor that flag. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, How has uh, your show grown along with your wife as a co-host? And uh, my goodness, you guys, uh, as I take a look at your uh, Facebook and Instagram posts and so forth, it's like you're always getting a great guest to be on as well.
2: Yeah, it's been we we've been absolutely blessed. And one of the things that's interesting in we started in Sioux Falls in, in 2010. And in twenty thirteen, I think it was, or twenty fourteen, we we launched the station in Sioux City. And I was driving back and forth and and when I was, you know, I had all this windshield time, I was thinking, you know, we're really content creators. We could we could mm-hmm. offer this show to anybody, really. So I started in twenty fourteen, I reached out to six radio stations, people that I knew in other parts of the country, and I said, Hey, if we if we offered a show, would you even have any interest in that? And they're like, Well, how would how would you would we have to pay you or what are you looking at? And I said, well, I get some commercials during the show that I would sell. And, you know, no, you wouldn't have to pay me. And they're like, oh, yeah, I would do that. So so then uh, I remember in 2014, when we first offered it, uh, I guess we launched that in 2015. So in 2015, when we officially launched, we had six affiliates. And I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. I'm like, we're on six radios. <laughs> and now it's somewhere over 300. I don't even wow. know what the number is and it's been amazing. It's been awesome. And one of the cool things is again, like I said, you know, when, when I said, this is going to be part radio station and part laboratory, you know, I've never been afraid to try things. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, here's the thing. At the end of the day, if it doesn't work, I'm also not afraid to say, well, that didn't work. You know, (laughs) I don't know if, if you had a kid in your neighborhood that was like, you know, building the goofy ramp and he's going to ramp and and then try to figure out how he's going to land. That was that kid. Uh Yeah. And, but when I, you know, I got all banged up, I would stand up and go, well, that was pr- pretty dumb. I shouldn't have done that, <laughs> you know, and I've never been afraid to try things, you know, but I always, I look at it as a calculated risk. I'm not going to do something that's going to put us in a situation where if this doesn't work out, we are completely in trouble. Um, but, you know, the the thing that was cool is we added these stations uh, along the way. We ended up selling the Sioux City station so we could focus on sunny and Sioux Falls and we could focus on growing this network of stations and the thing that's been really cool is we, we had uh, an event that we went to, and I did interviews with three people that were in movies in the 1980s. And on the way home from this event, I told my wife, I said, I'm going to start a new thing called Movie Star Monday. And she's like, what is that? I said, I'm going to do, a, a do interviews with people in movies every Monday. And she goes, John, you have three interviews. I go, yeah, the first three weeks are done. (laughs) Like that was seriously my outlook on this. And she's like, okay, whatever, whatever makes you happy there, sweetie. And that was in 2017, the very end of 2017. So it launched January of 2018. And I've never missed a Monday of having somebody. Now, sometimes movie star might be a bit of a stretch, Mm -hmm. but you know, right now I've got six people that I've got recorded that I haven't even scheduled with their schedule, but they haven't aired yet. You know, I record them ahead of time, and, and then I can kind of promote that, hey, we've got, you know, this Monday was Howie Mandel. If you ever see me post something saying, we're going to be talking to so-and-so, that means I've already recorded that interview, <laughs> because I've had that bite me in the butt a couple uh, times. Oh, I
1: where. understand that. <laughs> that and is for sure. we've got this sure. thing
2: scheduled, and something doesn't work out, and then all of a sudden I'm like, well, we were supposed to talk to so-and-so. <laughs> But uh no, it's been really neat. And then the thing that's cool is, you know, with the radio stations around the country, there are times that I'll mention something on the radio and then a person listening knows that person. Oh so I've actually true. had interviews. So so like I was talking one day about the TV show Shark Tank. I said, I love the show and, and I try to watch it each week and, and I, I shouldn't even admit this, but I haven't seen it in a while now. Mm-hmm. I, I need to I need to sit down and get caught up. But but I said I love the program. I get a message from Barbara Corcoran's assistant. Oh and she said, uh, I love, I love your show. We listen all the time and I would love to have Barbara stop by and, and uh, do an interview with you. And I said, Oh, I'd love to line that up. And then uh, I said, can we just do it over the phone? Cause you know, I'm in South Dakota yeah. and she said, how am I hearing you on the radio in New York? And I said, well, it's one of our affiliate stations, but thanks for listening, but we could do it over the phone. And we just, you know, we did it that way.
1: Yeah. Are you?
2: And,
1: are, and I, I didn't mean to interrupt, finish uh, your thought there first.
2: No, I was going to say I, that that has been one of the coolest things where you know we'll mention something and then it's just like out of this weird coincidence that somebody that's involved in that is listening and then they'll reach out and say hey we we'd like to chat about that. I'm like, "Oh, okay." So you know, I, I I try to I try to make sure I I am very open to the idea of just saying dumb things on the radio because sometimes it actually happens.
1: Yeah, very true. Uh, well, first of all, on, on the uh, movie Monday, I, I love Nancy Travis. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a crush Absolutely. right there. <laughs>
2: oh, and and I, I was so excited when I had that opportunity and we, we already recorded it. It hasn't aired. It'll be on in a couple of weeks here. I'm like I said, I'm so fortunate that I'm, I'm in a situation now where I'm going, OK, I'm I'm a few weeks ahead with Movie Star Monday, so as I'm recording things, I'm telling them, "Okay, this is going to air. It's going to be like two weeks from now, or it's gonna be three weeks from now, you know." And it used to be like Sunday night. I'm going, "Okay, tomorrow's Movie Star Monday. I don't have anything." So, uh, it we, like I said, I feel very blessed and very fortunate that it's that it's worked out the way it has.
1: You being a small town radio station, local yeah. station, but you have three hundred. Yeah. Uh, over 300 affiliates. Um, are you the biggest small market radio station that grew into other affiliates uh, for one show?
2: Um, I don't know. We, we very possible. I have no idea. Yeah, because that seems like a huge number for you know a
1: non network type show.
2: Yeah, and and I've had I've had people reach out. I remember. <laughs> A couple of years ago, I had this guy reach out to me who wanted to, you know, wink, wink, help me grow my network. And uh, and I had a nice chat with the guy and he was a nice enough guy. But what he wanted to do was basically I want to take over and I'm going to run everything. And then you get you can just focus on this fun part. And I was like, man, I wish I could do that mm-hmm. because I, I would love to be able to not think about all of the technical side of things. And I would love to not be the one going, oh, hey, um, how are we going to monetize this again? There's got to be a way. <laughs> You know, um, and he was going to handle all of that. And then he would only take a 50 percent commission for doing that. So,
1: Whoa. So,
2: so I'm like, I'm going to give you the company that it took me nine years to build. And then you're going to let me keep half of the revenue that you bring in if you feel like you even bring in, in revenue. And I was like, well, as, as great as an offer as that is, I just don't know that I'm going to do that. And again, nice enough guy, but it just wasn't really something that I was interested in doing. Uh, but then the other thing that happens is I have all the time where people reach out and say, Hey, can you help me do this? And I'm like, I don't, I don't really, you know, I'll give you advice on how I did it. I'll gladly, I tell anybody anytime, like, I'll gladly, I'm an open book. I tell people all the time, here's what I did and go for it, do it. Uh, but there's a lot of people out there, Dave, that they give up really easily. I was not born with the give up gene. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know when to give up. There are times. That I probably should have given up ten times ago, like 10, 10, you know, failures ago. But I go, I just think it's a good idea, and I'm gonna keep doing it. And I'm like, okay, I'm all scraped up, and I got this black eye, <laughs> and I got this, you know, stubbed my toe. But I still am gonna take another run at it because I still think it's gonna work. And uh, and there are times that I proved to be right, and there are times that I just look like a fool. Cause I go, yeah, that still, still doesn't work. But boy, I sure gave it a, I gave it a good go.
1: All right. The John and Heidi Show is available on Sunny Radio. Where can people find it locally, first of all?
2: In Sioux Falls, 93.3 FM and AM 1520. And then around the world, it's SunnyRadio.com. And we're on apps and all kinds of stuff for Sunny. And then there's a bunch of affiliate stations. And I used to have a list on our website. And Dave, I took it off because here's what I had happening. There were other people who we're utilizing that as a call list to call and like pitch their programs. Oh, wow. Yeah. After, you know, a couple of times getting calls from affiliate stations going, man, I really wish you didn't have me on that list. Cause I get so many spam calls from these people trying to hawk their programs. And I'm like, you know, I don't know. I don't really need it on there. I think Mm -hmm. I was putting it on there as a way to gratify myself. I'd look at it and go, Oh, pound my chest. Look what we've done. You know, because there was nobody like looking for our show. Okay, I want to find you on which station do I listen? Usually they listen to that station and we just end up there one day, you know. So it's not that they're following us. They're listening to a station they like and that station puts our program on. That's kind of how we usually meet somebody.
1: Uh, As we're talking about uh, radio and morning shows, um, morning shows often are thought of, well, they've got to be funny. And you got to be yeah. lighthearted and so forth and have, you know, good banter back and forth. Obviously, you and Heidi have great banter back and forth uh, oh, yeah. as as a couple, you know, that's been together 24 years. Uh, but yeah. what do you like to find when you're searching for somebody to be on your show that's going to provide you the opportunity to talk to them, let them be the star that they are, but also yeah. to have, you know, John and Heidi be John and Heidi.
2: I for me, it's like some of my favorite interviews are people that are not like the most popular. Like everybody's heard of Jamie Lee Curtis and you know Howie Mandel, and you know one of my favorites was Polly Shore. You mm-hmm. know, I just love Polly Shore. You know, but those are the ones that that other people are like excited about. But some of my favorite guests are people that no, you've never even heard their name before, but they were just a really interesting person. And and before. Before we had a big enough network of stations to matter, um, I would find some kind of obscure, bizarre guests, but I found them interesting. And one of my favorites was a guy who, he has the second largest collection of air sickness bags in the entire world. (laughs) And I just remember seeing this on the internet. I'm like, I didn't know that was a thing. And I talked to the guy for five minutes and I said, first of all, like, what's your Mickey Mantle card? Like, what's the most, Obscure, hardest air sickness bag to find, and it's the space shuttle Challenger. Oh! I was like, I never thought of that. But he said, "Oh, the guy in South America has that. I don't have that. So unless I can get one of those, I'll always be, you know, second fiddle to him."
4: Oh my! And,
2: uh, and this, this, it was a fascinating interview, and I, but I, I don't remember his name. That was in like 2016, 2017. But he was a super nice guy, and I always think of him when people ask about, you know, guests and things that are interesting because. I didn't know that was a thing. Had Mm -hmm. you ever heard of people collecting those before?
1: Not at all. Pencil sharpeners, paper clips, things like that I've seen, but not air Air sickness sickness bags.
2: bags. Yeah. And now I'll never look at an air sickness bag in an airplane (laughs) again without (laughs) thinking of him. And here's the thing I've noticed. I pulled the things out all the time and I look at them and they're always different. It's not the same Mm one. That's why he started collecting them. When he was a kid, he went on an airplane flight. And then the second flight, he noticed it was different, and he had both of those, and he just started collecting them. And I'm like, what a weird but somehow fascinating thing to collect.
1: You sound very much like uh, my idol when it comes to talk shows and entertainment, Johnny Carson. You know oh, he could I he could him. yeah he could talk to well the gal with the potato chips that one time oh yeah uh, you oh. know a bus
2: driver favorite episode
1: yeah you know he could uh, do it all in, in terms of making something that you know most people go oh what uh, but he would make it interesting and and let those people be those people.
2: I was very blessed to live in Norfolk, Nebraska for a short while. Uh-huh. And I got a job at a radio station that he was turned down at, oh. Johnny Carson. <laughs> and I, I met the guy that didn't hire him. Bob Thomas was the name. He passed away years ago, but BT, they called him. He would come into the radio station as a retired guy and have coffee. And, and uh, he and I would chat, but he said, uh, he said, well, Johnny Carson came in and applied for a job and he was a magician. I had seen him do magic and stuff. And I said, why in the world would you want to get in the radio industry? So he ended up going to Omaha and getting in radio instead. Yeah, W.O.W. Into television. Yeah, then yeah. into television. Then, you know, the rest is history. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so I, I thought that was kind of neat. And, and I, I've always been a huge fan. When I was a little boy, I would watch Johnny Carson every night. I would watch the monologue. That's where my love for stand-up comedy is mm-hmm. partially from that. And uh, and I I wanted to do that. I wanted to host. Uh, the Tonight Show, and I wanted to be on Saturday Night Live. So Jimmy Fallon is officially living my boyhood dream. And now I can honestly say I wouldn't want to do that. I like <laughs> it right here. I want to stay here because I can do my job in my pajamas.
1: That's true. Yeah. <laughs> At home studios, God bless it. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Okay. So speaking of comedy, that is an area where you have really grown, and uh, you're you're getting a lot more gigs over the past few years. What well you you mentioned you know the monologue from Johnny Carson, but what oh, yeah. prompted you to say, okay, I got to try it. I'm going to stand up uh, some night at an open mic and yeah. see how it goes, and then my, after that,
2: yeah, my first ever time on stage as a stand up comic. I've been on stage for a lot of things for many years, but mm-hmm. the first time I ever stood on stage for stand up comedy uh, was at Nitwits when that was still downtown. They did a contest and they said. Couple of weeks before Thanksgiving, they said, Oh, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, we're going to do a contest. We're closed for Thanksgiving. And then we've got this, you know, special, you know, big show on Friday and Saturday night. And I asked afterwards, I'm like, How do you do that? And they said, You just sign up and uh, it's five minutes and away a prize. And there were some very funny comics. There were 15 people. And I was the only one that hadn't done it before. And I ended up winning the thing. I got first place. Wow. And and I had so much fun. Then I came back and did another one and I got second place, you know, but I did all new material. So I didn't take anything from the first one. The second mm-hmm. time I did it, it was all different. And then I did that a third time at another comedy club that was called fat Daddies, And again, I got second place in that. And that was, you know, I don't know, 15 years ago, more than that. And then I hadn't done anything with it because I just didn't have time. When you start a radio station, you stay pretty busy. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> so oh, wait, what? I was, At at what point did you get to where you're at now with the comedy then?
2: Well, I started doing kind of regular stuff in 2016 when we bought the station in Sioux City. We ended up moving down there and I was in Dakota Dunes and I didn't know anybody. So it's not nearly as busy. So I started going to comedy every Thursday night in Sioux City and I realized this is kind of fun and I would get up and tell different jokes each each time, you know, and uh, and when I moved back to Sioux Falls uh, Boss's comedy club had just opened and I tried to get as involved as I could. And my favorite thing to do are like fundraiser shows and nothing against the bar shows, but here's, mm-hmm. here's, I always feel bad. I call them comedy hostages. You know, we'll have a, <laughs> we'll have a, a, a group of people just out for a drink with their friends, you know, as you do. And then all of a sudden somebody sets up a speaker and we start telling jokes and, and it's like, Hey, you know, I always ask, I'm like, who's actually here for comedy. And I'm like, Who, who's here just to have a drink? And then we showed up and I'm like, I, I apologize. We're almost done. I promise. You know, but I always feel bad for people that are doing that uh, because now I can't sit and chat with my friend. That was our plan. And then you guys showed up and foiled our plans with your comedy thing. So my favorite shows to do are fundraisers. And I, I did a fundraiser for a church. Uh, it was last summer. I think it's when it was. And we helped them raise $12,000 with a clean comedy show at a church and if I can do that as often as possible, I want to do that. I love, absolutely love being able to use my weird little sense of humor to make people laugh. And if we can, you know, raise money in the, in the process, that's just really cool to me.
1: In the meantime, you are going to be, last year you competed in it, this year you're going to be the MC of Junior League of Sioux Falls and Last Comic Standing uh,
2: I have really, really big shoes to fill, by the way. For oh really? I don't know. Our <laughs> host last year was the one and only Dave Holly. So <laughs> so I have I have big shoes to fill, Dave.
1: Oh, I think he'll take care of it easily.
2: Well, I don't know about that. Well, I, I, I do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so tell us what you're looking forward about then being the MC slash host versus having been a contestant.
2: Well, I I, it was a great event. I I had so much fun last year. It was just that was one of my favorite. uh, When when you look at all the comedy events I've been a part of, one of my favorite events ever is a nice crowd, great Mm -hmm. crowd, big, big crowd. And everybody was there for comedy. They were there to have fun. They were there to watch that. So, again, it wasn't like the comedy hostage situation. It was appointment comedy. They're here for this. They're here to watch. And it was one comic after another. And I think there's fewer comics this year because they wanted to, you know, make it a little bit shorter. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, it's going to be a great event. And and there are some comics on the list that I've never met before. So I'm excited, to you know, to meet some new comics mm-hmm. from this as well. But the, the ones on the list that I know are some of my favorite comedians in Sioux Falls and some of my favorite people to work with. So I'm really excited to spend an evening with some great people. And everybody's going to have fun And I don't think it would be possible to go to this event and not leave without having laughed for hours.
1: That's a good therapy for anything. Absolutely. Yeah, no doubt about that. All right, always like to end with two questions. How you answer the first one may determine whether we ask the second question. So when you are not part of the arts and entertainment scene, what do you like to be entertained by?
2: I love watching movies. And here's the thing, Dave, I even like... Movies that people have never heard of, and I like. We'll watch dumb movies. There's there's stuff on uh, on my Amazon Prime. They always they always uh, recommend. Oh, hey, you watch this, so you might like this. Right. You should see our list. We have got the dumbest list. <laughs> we watched a sh- we watched a movie called uh, Santa Jaws. It's a thing. It's a real thing. Another one called Velasa Pastor. I mean, there's some dumb movies out there. But we love those dumb movies. We even got to be in one. We got to be in a movie called Deary Off the Wall, which is a dumb movie Uh that was filmed locally. Right. But I love watching that kind of stuff because you get to see some amazing humor. And sometimes it's kind of rough because they don't have the budget Hollywood has. But there's some really talented, fun people who said, I want to do this. And then they didn't just have another beer and forget about it. They went out and did Mm -hmm. it. They actually... And they've got it now on Amazon. You can watch it. I'm like, I want it, you know, for me, I love I love that kind of thing. I love being able to watch a, a silly movie that, that had, like, no budget and no chance, but somehow I can magically watch it in my living room now. And mm-hmm. there's something cool about that.
1: That's for sure. Your popcorn probably tastes better at home, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Final question, then, is any other hobbies?
2: Oh, I don't really, you know. Comedy was supposed to be a hobby because I don't have hobbies. So my my uh, my wife was like, "Hey, you need to you need to come up with a hobby." And I was like, "How about comedy?" So I started that as a hobby. But then I was told it's not officially a hobby because if I have to be there because my face is on a poster, uh-huh. that doesn't that doesn't count as a hobby. Right. So uh, so no, I guess they don't really have any other than maybe I don't know. Yeah, I think that's probably no. I I don't think I have any hobbies.
1: <laughs> not a big reader. Not a woodworker. Fisher. No.
2: No, we've yeah. been we've been refinishing a house for like the last. Oh, 19 that's years right. We'll, we'll, we'll buy a house and then we'll get it done and then we'll sell it. We'll buy a house. And somebody said, you and Heidi are like uh, house flippers. I'm like, no, we just apparently we get bored easily because we get done with a <laughs> house. And then we sell it. and We're like, oh, let's do that again. But I can tell you this, Dave, I'm too old to do that anymore. So I think this house that we're in now might quite possibly be where I die. Uh. I just hope it's not. I just hope it's not like you know next week doing something stupid. So.
1: The the lifetime house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you plan. you can uh, still you know go help somebody else, but you said you're a little too old yeah. for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. just keep doing the stand up then.
2: Absolutely. Keep and that, I have a lot of fun doing that.
1: Yeah. the The hobby that uh, is everlasting because people yeah. need to laugh. There is no doubt about that. All right. I agree. Big John Small from the John and Heidi Show on Sunny Radio. Thank you so much for your time, John. Appreciate it.
2: Absolutely. Thank you, Dave.
1: You bet. And we'll be back with more of the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment.
3: Comedy magician and hypnotist Jesse Moffitt's right. He can't play the piano, but he can sure entertain crowds with his amazing magic and clever quips. His shows always make the participants the stars, especially when they've fallen asleep on stage. Uh, I mean, they've been hypnotized. Are you the party planner in your group? Then you owe it to your group to make the event magical, even if it puts you to sleep. Here's how.
0: For booking information, go to Jesse Moffitt Entertainment on Facebook. That's J-E-S-S-E-M-O-F-F-I-T-T. Or call 605-929-0964. Check out the new Ceramic Studio in Sioux Falls. Conveniently located off Kiwanis Avenue on 5th Street. TJS Ceramics. Inside Oscar's mini storage. Bisque, studio time, painting parties, and finished items are available. Visit TJS Ceramic Studio in Sioux Falls today.
3: He's a bit flirtatious, but most of all, fun. Once again, here's Dave Hawley.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Oh, what a pleasure it always is to talk to so Empire Arts and Entertainment. Always a pleasure to see this lady and get to chat with her. Uh, we do quite often, though, because she's the co-host and the co-producer of The Vaudies. Emily Wilson, how are you?
3: I am dandy.
1: You should be. I am. Yes, and I'm fine, so together we're dandy and fine. <laughs> We can use those as characters in the body sometime. Cheers to you, Cheers by the way. Cheers to you, and I love Dave. it when you're able to come over and actually we get to do this here in the uh, home studio and have a beverage.
3: Makes it even yes. better.
1: Yeah, that it does. No, Except in fact, it
3: wasn't good enough.
1: You were already telling somebody that earlier today. Though, well, you know, if you go over to Dave's and get on the show, <laughs> he might even have a drink for you. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> And those ladies all get up very early, so they, and do. they can they can day drink at 30 or two.
3: Well, I get up early to work out, but I don't start drinking until five o'clock.
1: Yeah, because you've got that eight to five. That thing. Eight that, to
3: five. I don't even drink at five o'clock. I'm usually too busy even to drink. True, thing, you so. got a lot
1: going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, uh, it's
3: probably water, or tea <laughs> most of the
1: time. Speaking of tea, thank you. Yeah, see, Emily's one of these that uh, she kind of takes over mom duty on a lot of things. For a lot of different people, yeah, and there was a time uh, last uh, fall where I had lost my voice and, uh, and so forth, and uh, she didn't want to get anything, so she didn't bring it in the house, but she dropped off a boatload of tea and a very special Starbucks drink yes. uh, at the uh, at the door to the Dipsy Doodle Productions studio, and it was well. Taken care of. Thank you. Yes, you're very yeah, welcome. I appreciate that. Yeah. Also appreciate the fact that uh boy, we are going on a year, you and I uh being together in 40s Look at us. Yeah. How about that? Good
3: Yeah. Here we are. Look
1: yeah. And I was just, you know, it's one of those things. Uh, you know, some people make things happen. And and you definitely have helped make things happen if you weren't more the even even more so of the impetus for some things happening. And it's just uh, been great, uh, and uh, we are going stronger and stronger and stronger on Vaughty's. Tonight, we have a show at 7.30, Remedy at 6.11, and that's going to be our home for the uh, year. Yes. Uh, unless we add some extra shows uh, or take it on the road or something along that line. But uh, in terms of the the scheduled shows, four different dates that we're going to have at Remedy at 6.11. Yes. We started the season off tonight.
3: Who? I'm so excited. The
1: lineup we have.
3: It's going to be so good. Yeah,
1: and, you know, we also have one other, uh, you know, we don't want to say full-time because we don't make the money, obviously, to have (laughs) full-time people in 20s. You know, we make a few bucks here and there every time we put on a show, uh, enough to kind of cover some stuff and uh, give everybody that's involved in it a few bucks here and there. Uh, But I liked what our new music director He's our our third piece of this puzzle. Uh, And Michael Sorensen is amazing. He is so amazing. And just a great guy, too.
3: And very tall.
1: Yes, he is.
3: He's very tall.
1: I'd love to, you know, the improv uh, shot that you guys had for Improv Falls. Yes. And you said uh, in the comments (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
3: in the picture, I am wearing four inch heels and my head still is like barely above Michael's shoulder. (laughs) Like, Michael is so tall and I am so short, but oh. He was, I'm just like, this is great, but yeah. he's such a gem. He's such a dream to work with. Oh, he's he is. He's so talented, so smart.
1: And he, he wow. knows where he needs to take over for somebody and, and cover them. Yes. You know, in like when we're negotiating places to be and so forth and mm-hmm. everything that we got to do. Uh, and uh, what's been so fun to see is his enthusiasm. You know, we did this uh, video uh, Sunday afternoon. Uh, you you videoed it yep. and and Michael and I were in it. To promote our show for tonight, And I loved what he said about. I don't know what I'm more excited for, the magic, the dancers, the music, the comedy. It's like true, you know. We've got so many different things going on. Yes. And uh, I tell you what, I'm, I'm really looking forward. Uh, well, gosh, I I can't. It's like, can you
3: decide? No, you can't. No, you can't. You can't Uh, decide. I I
1: know there are some some fun things that are going to happen. Uh, Clinton's store has something special in store
3: in store <laughs>
1: <laughs> for us, uh, with the first thing that he's going to be doing. Uh, and then I know that, uh, later he and Valerie Ahrens will be singing together.
3: It's going to be so good. Uh,
1: I think that's going to be a knockout punch. Yes. I really do. And then, uh, you know, I had this crazy idea. I, um, about once a month startup Sioux Falls has a free event uh, on a Wednesday morning and that's one of my days off and. Uh, go down there and, you know, see if you'll learn something. Uh, Maybe connect with a few people. Well, Sydney Bartunik was there. And I just adore her and think yes. she is. She's like one of the greatest people of all time. Oh. And uh, it's like, we were already putting this bodies together. And I thought, okay, I'm just going to ask her. Hey, would you have any interest in dancing? Love to. <laughs> <laughs> and so we ended up, uh, we got her and then she's going to be performing with Tony Bartholomus. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, cause I also have always wanted uh, to have Lisa Conlon and Re- Raina Rasmussen uh, on the show. And I've been helping them out and they've been helping me out for, Oh, ever since I basically started the Dave Holly hour. And it's been such a great collaboration. And they're so fun and energetic and loving people. And they said, Because at first, I was like, oh, no, they both teach on Thursday nights. Yes. But they have decided somehow between 630 and 730, (laughs) they will get over and be in our show. And uh, they they did promise. um, Lisa said that there would be one number that would be jazzy and sassy.
3: Ooh. I have
1: seen them dance jazzy and sassy before so
3: be ready i am gonna be ready yes (laughs) it it
1: could be a very hot show
3: (laughs) (laughs) i i are are you dancing
1: are you no
3: no despite
1: the fact that it is leap year
3: there's no leaping from dave holly
1: no i don't leap into things (laughs) uh you know physically i can't but i get great parking because of my uh disability plates
3: (laughs) gotta love good parking oh yeah. yeah you
1: know membership has its privileges
3: well, I suppose well yeah. you know when the weather is the way it is in South Dakota mm-hmm. and you can park that much closer it's
1: very true yeah know. and uh, I'm just you know one of the things that I have is I have diabetic neuropathy uh, along with bad balance because only having nine toes uh, <laughs> but the uh, the neuropathy thing makes sense. I don't drive a lot because uh, I am unsure of the pedals. Yeah, you know the yeah. gas pedal and the brake, the brake pedal, and I'm like, Ugh. yeah. So I never actually park in our garage. I just park in the garage, the driveway, that's, and, that's and let okay. uh, Carrie do the rest. Let <laughs> Carrie
3: do the rest. That's okay. It's okay.
1: Oh, but I am so thrilled. Uh, it's just uh, it's been a great ride so far with Waddy. It has.
3: Oh, wait, yes. And we have Jerry Irby doing Yes, comedy. comedy. Oh yeah. And if you have not seen Jerry, you you're missing out. Yes. You need to see Jerry do his thing. He is very funny very witty very dry yeah. i love jerry's comedy
1: his style is I, is just so, him
3: so wonderful
1: well and, and i okay i'm going to give away one of his bits i don't know if he'll use it tonight in his show or in his part of our show uh that uh, you know he's the only black guy named jerry from detroit <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: oh my he, he's a, a great guy and i'll, I'll tell you the the level of commitment that he has
3: is so astounding.
1: Yes, because I was producing a comedy show in Canton mm, two, three summers ago, uh, and uh, Carrie and I are already down there. There's a it was the Black Angus at the time, and in the basement was this big room, and the guy had a huge sound system, and so we had swung a deal uh, to do some comedy shows down there. And uh, as we're setting up, the lights go out. Because that was tornado number one that came through town. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. And he even had video of it. Here, take a look at this. And it's like 400 <laughs> feet from the opening to the bar. So yeah, terrifying. Uh, in the meantime, uh, there was another comic that uh, was booked. And then there was Jerry. And it's like, oh, Jerry, you going to make it in time? And it's like, all of a sudden, he texts, he says, I've driven through two tornadoes to this point. I'm almost there now. <laughs> so he shows up to a show that had six paid attendees. Oh, Yes. So three of us split 60 bucks. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> but he still put on a great show because he's a pro. I love that. Yeah. And it's just uh, so much fun to see. And, you know, as we're talking about the bodies, you know, one thing we really need to get across is the fact that if you've got a talent we want to know about it
3: yes we do uh
1: because this whole thing is to showcase the incredible amount of talent that we have here in the sioux empire uh we call ourselves the because we like variety and uh, variety is the spice of life and uh, think of us as modern day vaudeville and uh, so we're looking uh for people that uh well jugglers uh people that do yo-yo acts Ooh. um banjo player fiddler something along that line yes. harmonica player harmonica. oh yeah i love harmonica players
4: that's not me yeah. <laughs>
1: <Nope>. <laughs> i always fancied to be one but no it oh. did not come about that's for sure uh <laughs> Mad so respect yeah, for yeah, that it, instrument yes uh well, and, all of them all well of them. and and you know we've had fire dancers in the past that was love. a great so great uh act Oh, wow, that was phenomenal. Was so fun. Hopefully we can afford to get them back sometime. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Uh, I, I, and then I, yeah. the other act that we definitely want to get on, and it's just kind of been partly dependent upon venue in the past, but now we've got a place with some high ceilings, the South Dakota Aerial Arts. Yes. Oh, wow. and those people are amazing. And if you've been following them on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and so forth, You've seen how they've progressed in just a couple of years, and it is phenomenal.
3: My neighbor's daughter does it, and I watched one of her live Uh performances streamed, and I it was just, I mean, even these kids who haven't been doing it, but they were amazing. I mean, just the artistry and the talent and the flexibility and the strength and just no fear, because I would be so afraid, (laughs) (laughs) but just watching those girls do their routine was so amazing. And, oh, man, if we can get them on our show yeah gonna be good. that would be great so good So like good. i
1: said now we have someplace with a little higher ceiling so we yes. can make some of that happen but uh i was always uh, you know i've been a circus fan all my life and one of the things that i always loved is the aerial acts that do the rings and mm-hmm. uh you know the the fabric and so forth uh i've always thought that it's just so elegant
3: it's yeah. It, it and, is really cool. It is a really cool form
1: yeah. And there's movement
3: yeah. and dance and incorporating items with you. I did. I mean, let's just talk about me. I mean, let's Dave. talk about you. No, let's not. Let's <laughs> not. But I was like, I did color guard in high school. Are not cool. Mm. <laughs> oh, down in Nebraska. Sure did. <laughs> uh, good for you.
1: What were your uh, school colors?
3: Um, blue and white.
1: Okay, but silver. But was that actually part of the color guard? Um, Or by that time, had the people already started to make the color guards, like, different than what their school colors were? No, they
3: were different. They were very different than our school. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember one year we had, like, black, maroon, gold outfits, and I can't, you know, the flags were probably gold and black and something along the line. And I can't remember other years, but we had these paddles, and we did swords, and I did guns, you know, the whole works. And we would practice through all the summer, and we were very, very intense. Our school, our school... I mean, had years and years and years of superiors and ones and the color guard and all those things. So we had a legacy that we had to live up to. It was very, very intense. And mind you, you know, I went to a very small school Mm
4: -hmm.
3: where still half of the band was in the school because we were they had to build a new band room to accommodate basically almost a little over half the high school actually being in marching band and in band because our band director was so amazing and still still does so much for uh, everyone that he interacts with. But our color guard, they were so intense that if we weren't bruised enough, we weren't doing it right. <laughs> so it was like we ended it. Our color guards over the back underside of my arm here was constantly <laughs> bruised. The sides of my thighs, my rib cage, my ar- I mean, it just we looked rough by the end of it. But we got our superiors. We nailed it. I mean, I learned a lot. My arms looked really good, <laughs> real good. Then. Oh,
1: but- <laughs> I have to ask, was this a small enough school? That uh, when the band performed at halftime of a football game, that some of those would be in their football uniforms marching. You know it. Ah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love seeing that. Yeah. Talk about, you know, people that uh, do everything at a small town school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We did. We
3: did. I think I graduated with a class of 89, which was still one of the biggest classes that okay. has actually graduated from there. Um, but you know, when most classes are pulling like 70 people, right. and, you know, it,
1: yeah, I, I graduated in a class of, uh, I think 97, they were always hoping to hit a hundred and we were the closest that i ever got because now it's like 35. Wow. Mm, yeah. yeah. And
3: I think like my husband's like, Oh, I don't think I even knew, you know, 89 people that I went to high school with. I'm like, I knew, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, like, true, <laughs> you know, but most of us, you know, we were born together. We went to church together, yep. we grew up together We graduate, you know, I'm like, yeah. We were together Your all the lifespan time. Was Their all together. lifespan was yeah. together. Yeah, there's, yeah. So and I still know a lot of them.
1: So <laughs>
3: there, they will. And always do they be. have
1: bruises and and so forth too from um, uh, color guard?
3: The girls that were in the color guard with me. Oh yeah, oh yeah,
1: oh yeah.
3: It was intense. Yeah. So, but it, it was so much fun. Okay, since so, we're off track well, okay, already. All right, let's uh, back let's, on track. No, no, no. <laughs> I like
1: being off track. Uh, so, what sports were you in then? In high school, were you in any? No, really. I'm surprised that you weren't in track or cross country. Um When did no. the whole running bit come along?
3: Um the running bit came in between children. Hmm. Um Yeah, my husband's like go run do something. And so I, I start, I, I, was kind of going. You through a, her, Chris. Yeah, I was kind of going through a little hard time. He's like, "Go for a run. Go do something else. Go away." <laughs> in the most supportive, loving way, in the way that yes. he knew what I needed, and I started running. And I had built myself up. And I did my first race. I met uh, a lovely, lovely, lovely woman in town whose sons. Uh, we're both amazing cross-country athletes, amazing, amazing runners. And she's like, hey, you should sign up for this race called the Frostbite Four. And I said, okay. And that was the first race I found or did was four mile down in Beersford, where they take you on a bus four miles away and you run back into town. Oh, and they, they, not they, a
1: two-mile loop or anything. No,
3: like no. And they take you bus, they bus you out, and they drop you off ter- based on where the wind is blowing that day. So you uh. don't, you don't you don't know the route you're going to run mm-hmm. because you don't know which way the to tough is, to practice then. Well, I mean it's it's nice that you get to run with the wind instead of against True. the wind. So it helps. It, it really really helps. And then um uh shortly after running this race, I had noticed that my running was, getting very challenging and i couldn't breathe and i'm like what is going on mm. with me what is wrong with me oh, and then there's this little thing that came around called everett <laughs> so, <laughs> and then yeah and then i took a i had to uh, take a little break pregnancies yes. not my friend, not <laughs> my friend so. and I but you have two great kids two g- oh great awesome. kids oh which someday i think you know maybe an offshoot you should just interview oh
1: everett. there will be I'm still gonna interview her husband oh. and my wife oh, at the same time. Oh, he's the one that gave me the idea <laughs> of having like a uh, theater widows widow. yeah, yep. to have a show about that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh it will happen at some point.
3: No. <laughs> but he, it, he will probably talk about, you know, he's such a good supporter. He's so supportive. Yes, you he know is. he's this is what he wants me to do, but then he'll probably come in and be like, she made me get on stage for improv, and I am still so mad at her. How dare she do this to Considering me? Considering the
1: way that that uh, game went, I can understand why he might say something about that.
3: He, We were out to dinner beforehand, and it was his birthday so I felt oh, bad. I'm right. like I'm yeah. like, sorry, this is your birthday is you coming to improv. And we're sitting there at dinner. He goes, look, I want to tell you something. He goes, don't you dare. Don't you dare ruin a good night and a good show with bringing some schmuck like me up on stage and doing something with me on stage. And I'm like, oh, honey, I know better than to bring you on stage. Yeah. You're not an on stage kind of person. I'm not going to do that to you.
1: You yeah, did it to him. And I did it
3: yeah. I am so. <laughs> but we just it just, was hilarious but we just say we have to say that we sang a lovely song we didn't make him do any
1: right acting
3: we didn't make him do any real anything he got to sit there and have a song mm-hmm. made up about him mm-hmm. on his birthday mm-hmm. and it was so catchy
1: it was i mean yes
3: chris and debbie i'm
1: i'm sure he will remember it for many more birthdays he and uh, fret it every birthday
3: he, He did say that night when we got home. Oh, he did say he. he, No, he said that was one of the best birthdays. Oh, Oh. I I
0: knew you would love it. Excellent. Well done.
3: (laughs) (laughs) He did have a really good time. So even though we didn't go do anything too crazy, but he still had a really fun night.
1: Well, if you want to have a fun night, join us tonight, seven thirty. Remedy. At 611, that's on Northwest Avenue here in Sioux Falls. Now, uh, you're going, well, where's that, babe? Uh <laughs> If you've uh, been over to the uh, Premier Center, the Convention Center, the Birdcage, all of that, uh, and remember where Buffalo Wild Wings was, it's now called uh, the Den or something like yes, that. Yes, the Den. Yeah, and then there's that service road
3: yep. that's
1: in front of there, and it goes south. Well, go south basically until it's about to curve. And you're going to see this big building. I mean, massive Huge building. building. And yep. there's a, a red front door, and that will have the open sign on. That's the one we encourage you to go through Yep. Uh, because the parking lot's right next to it, for one thing. Uh, and also, it does have uh, handicapped accessibility. And uh, that's where our ticket booth will be set up, along with some merch. Uh, but what we really want you to do is go online before you get there tonight. You have up until 5 o'clock. Uh, to get tickets online at thevaudies.com, and that's T-H-E-V-A-U-D-I-E-S.com. Think of modern day vaudeville. That's how we bill ourselves, and that's why we're always looking for variety acts and so forth. But uh, if you do that, it's fifteen bucks and about uh, two forty-five and some fees. Just a that's bit. still better than the twenty dollars we're charging at the door. Mm-hmm. However, if you'd like to make us a few more bucks for the evening, certainly. Come on in we'll and pay the 20 bucks at the door. <laughs> we will take that. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you know, the bodies is obviously, besides your regular job and the Vaudis, not the only thing you have, because you've already talked, Improv Falls, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is just wow. Uh, what a crew that is involved in that.
3: How about if you can pick your own family that you could just love? because they're awesome right i think we did that i think we picked Mm -hmm. we picked each other and it's so great and we just i just love each and every single one of them for all their different things that they bring to the table and everything that they're capable of doing and our ability to collaborate and listen and even if we get a little grumpy at each other we just let it roll off our shoulders and move on to the next thing and understand that you know we all are we have the same goal the whole we have the same end game, you know. Everything mm-hmm. we want is the same. It's just sometimes we might see a little different vision of getting there, but we'll get there together, right?
1: And so. uh, you know what I love, you know, here at this household, we call that family.
3: We're family. Yeah, we're real family. Yeah,
1: I always say, you know, you're you're a lucky person if you've got family that you consider friends, and friends you consider family. Yes. And uh, Carrie's one of those that uh, always states, "You make your own family." Yeah. Yeah, uh, by your friends via yeah. that. And worse, so, so wonderful to say that your family, oh, oh, yes, oh, feeling acclaimed. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, <laughs> Uh Don't. But uh, Improv Falls uh, performs once a month at least. Yes, me uh, for too. a public show. But for then you show. guys have been uh, getting hired quite a bit for we some private been, stuff.
3: Yeah, a lot of private shows, a lot of holiday shows, uh, post holiday shows, uh, for all over the place. We did uh, George Boom Funeral Home, so that was the first performing in a funeral home basement. But you know You
1: didn't die on stage, did no. you? <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> Made some jokes to, that were like it. OK, yeah, okay. <laughs> and now. Uh, we were just at the uh country the, I don't know, what do we call it? The country club of Sioux Falls, uh, the the oh. one at the bottom with the hill.
1: Yeah. What used to be Western Hill. Yes, I'm yeah. I'm not a member, obviously. Yeah. The, uh, Sioux, the I think it's like the uh Country Club of Sioux Falls yeah. or Sioux Falls Country Club. Yes, yeah. yes. We performed not many Haha Country Club, no, no. for yeah.
3: uh an accounting tax and uh they were so excited to just like kind of kick off into tax season as they know all their lives are going to be absolutely <laughs> hectic and insane and yeah and so
1: before we send you to start working for 80 <laughs> hours maybe 100 hours a week for a couple of months we're going to provide you with some fun <laughs> we had, they
3: were such they they were such a fun audience such a great you know they incentivize people to give them give us answers. They were great. they were willing to participate. Mm-hmm. They gave us some great inside jokes, which is if you do hire us, we give you a spreadsheet and you give us some of your inside jokes from your company like. and team members and just little things like that. We pull it into the show. So it's kind of catered and, and crafted towards you in a way we don't know how or when mm-hmm. it will come up, but it will come up and it's great. I think it's just a great way to just kind of relax as a company and, and understand that you all have your little, little, quirks right. and they're so much fun so we performed for them and then um we just wrapped up with uh dakota title oh wow. and we had a show for them and that was over here at the social and it was so much fun we've had people reach out and talk about booking us out for next season yeah. and, and awesome the, Um, the the tax team brady brady Wertz, i believe they're they, mm-hmm. they were blown away and they had a great time and uh,
1: that's excellent. it was
3: it's it's been good and, yeah. and we hope that you know we can keep spreading the joy that we spread through public entertainment through private gigs through eventually we're going to get to teaching and things like this so all those sorts of things the way that we can inspire you and and create joy and bravery and and get the joy of improv out and even if it's not your thing um it's just sometimes it's just nice just to learn just a little fluid thinking you know you don't have to do it for real for real because it can be very intimidating yeah and and i understand that that's why i think you you say stand up comedy and that's one of those things that terrifies me
1: but yeah you're doing a little I'm bit i'm
3: yeah. trying to rip off that that band-aid, that band-aid of fear Whoosh. Yeah. <laughs> and delve into it tiny by tiny by tiny yeah. i have so much mad respect for comedians mm-hmm. because there's so much to get that punchline just perfect and it takes weeks and months of writing and perfecting and yeah. crafting and doing and i just I don't have the time time to completely devote to what it takes to do that. Um, Just with kids and improv and theater and bodies and kids and running and whatever that it's just, you know, so it's, it's, it's always an honor when one of the comedians is like, Hey, you should come do this. Yeah.
1: Well, you're going to be hosting an event uh, coming up at the end of March, correct? Yeah, I'm going to yeah. be
3: hosting an event for Alicia Rain, who is yeah amazingly funny. Yes, she oh, is. I love her and that guy named Chris Fryer, whatever he is, whoever he is, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> everybody loves Chris. But everybody loves Chris. Yeah. We have. I feel like there's a good, good sibling re- relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, give each yep. other enough grief there. Um, but Chris and his dry, dry humor—that is so. Yeah, and I didn't say that, Chris. I didn't say you're funny.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Chris, I did. So take me. <laughs>
3: um, that and and then and then the third person I unfortunately I have not met, um, but I'll have to look them up quick. But I'll be hosting their show, doing a little a little opening mm-hmm. for them leading up to it, and then introducing each one of them, which is always just so much fun to just work and interact and do different. With other people. I'm gonna find it here.
1: Um and this will be at uh, Lucky's. Lucky's okay. Yes,
3: tickets are on sale, and you can get them through Eventbrite, the Bizline comedy showcase Bzzl. and Bizline. And the third comedian I have yet to meet, but looks amazing, is Tim Jastrum. Mm. So that is I've heard
1: good things about yeah, Tim.
3: March twenty eighth. See, hey. I've already
1: got it down in the uh in the calendar nice. to come to this. Because I uh, I've I've met Chris or uh, Tim? Mr. Yeah Tim Tim thank you. Uh huh. Thinking about your husband for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> so, many yeah, so many Chris's. so
3: many anyway. Emilys this is a problem. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> this
1: my, is... Oh my! What a great party that would be. The Chris and Emily parties. Oh my God! <laughs> the Chris's and Emilys party. That would be huge in this town, uh, but anyway, I haven't. Uh, We'd I haven't have to have it at the him. Premier Center. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen him yet, uh, so I'm looking forward to that, mm-hmm. as well as looking forward, obviously, uh, to seeing you and uh, Alicia. Is, yes, you know, think uh, highly of her. Yes, in fact, uh, she was. Uh, she was the one hundredth guest, I think, <gasps> on this show. What
3: an honor! Uh, yeah,
1: and she was so honored by it when I told her that she went.
3: Ooh, <laughs> and I, I, yeah and
1: I, I give her grief about that quite often
3: <laughs> yeah so improv falls march 15th and then this um that'll be hosting on the 28th at lucky's Doors at 7 30 show at 8 and days. that's
1: a thursday yep. and your improv shows on a friday on a right? friday Yep. all right yep. we look forward to it all and we look forward to tonight i tonight. always look forward to being on stage with you and co-hosting yes. and uh you're just such a, a blast uh, to be around, I think that to tonight, you know, we've said it over the past year, every show, it's like, how can we do better? Oh, yeah. And I just have a feeling yeah, it's going to be another one that I at know. the end of the show, we're going to go, how can we do better?
3: And I love that it's been such a positive experience for our performers that have been with yes. us, that we've had repeat performers. We've yeah. had people say, you got to come do this. It's so much fun. And it's just nice to just have... A night to celebrate your talents, collaborate with others, to just have fun in the community, and work with other people you may not ever have the opportunity to work with, like our dancers from Lyra. I see them; they're mm-hmm. amazing, they're wonderful. But I'm not, well, I'm not a dancer. I'm like, you know, I'm like, yeah, get some, get some no rhythm okay, you, shoes on here. No, 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 no. <laughs> I,
1: I've at least seen you dance a little bit.
3: Okay, well,
1: you're okay there. Okay, now well, the singing part. No. <laughs> I mean you don't even karaoke. No. 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 Look,
3: I've I've heard the professionals in this town, you don't need me. I'll just I'll just stay. I know my lane. My lane is comedy. My lane is improv. My lane is acting. Acting. My my lane is just don't sing, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that no, oh. and I'll say Michael bless his heart. He's like you can sing. Oh. I'm like oh shush. Yeah. So I you know when I do sing for my improv, I I lean into the bad because I know at least the bad intentional mm-hmm. is better than me trying to attempt to do you good. Know, that's that's <laughs> a
1: great point.
3: <laughs> when, it's not gonna be good. So when gonna... you, you
1: sing off key or whatever on purpose to make it comedy you're forgiven yeah, yeah. <laughs> sing off key because you were trying to sing on key yeah that we're doesn't just, fly. yeah we're gonna <laughs> We're just like
3: i know i'm like debbie can sing chris can sing zach can sing jeff you know like bill 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 and i struggle sorry no, bill yeah. and i struggle <laughs> we do and uh you know i'm like i know i know I, I can do like certain things with the singing but like if it comes to me having to do a solo i'm like eh, yeah. you know, we're gonna just all right lean into our strength yeah. of bad
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right well typically when we get to the end of the uh, conversation i ask the two questions that you have answered several times sorry no
3: i'm just old Don't hat, so- old no. hat. No. well
1: <laughs> <laughs> you've been on a lot <laughs> that's why you've answered him plenty okay. times so we're going to switch it up then all right all right so we're still relatively new new year uh two months down now um are you a goals setter or a resolution Ooh. person?
3: Um, probably would be more of a goal setter. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I'm,
1: I'm that way. Uh, you know, the thing is, if you, because New Year's resolution, you do that. And, you know, here we are the last day of February. Most people probably broke it by the last day of yeah, January. Yeah.
3: Well, Dave, I'm so perfect. What else do I have to resolve?
1: That's a very good point.
3: <laughs> wow. It's getting deep. And, and that's you? only
1: after one beer.
3: <laughs> it's not even.
1: It's have You still got a, a couple of swallows in there you know. yet? too
3: uh, you know? You know? yes me, You know? I I'm, do. I'm yeah. So full and of it. Uh, just, well, just full of it
1: <laughs> No, but see, the thing I love about goals is you can reassess all the time. Yeah. Uh, You know, because I will write down some hefty goals, some attainable goals, and some, by God, you better not miss these at all type goals. Mm -hmm. And so then you got the whole year to take a look and say, oh, I did that. Goal met. Check. Wasn't able to do that, but there were tons of circumstances as to why we can make that another one for next year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I just uh, prefer that. And I think there's more satisfaction once you've hit a goal. You know, do you hear somebody at the end of a year going, hey, I had my resolution all year long?
3: No, I feel like I feel like uh, most of the people, if you see anything like recapping, it, it is like the goals that they set for themselves to do, perhaps within it was a resolution of some sort, you know. Um, but it, the goal was to hit you know like mm-hmm. working on reestablishing connections with people reading right. more whatever it is yeah. it seems like it's more of a, you know the resolution i i don't know i feel like having something to attain going towards is right. easier to do yeah um
1: and they don't have to be big things you know uh oh. like uh, even though i met the goal last year on a couple of things i'm carrying it over yeah, Because I still want to drink more water. I still want to drink more tea. Those are great. Yeah, And, and things along that line. Yeah, And, uh, you know, it's uh, last year's goal was to get under 250 and stay there throughout the whole year. Now, this year, we're going to go down 245 Make and that? just stay under that the whole year and keep doing that every year That's for right. five yeah. pounds. Uh, yeah. And it's just, uh, you know, things that can be attained. And of course, you know. Well,
3: and, and with that, it's easier to chunk out and do. True. I think, you know, rather than giving you like I got to lose 100 pounds, but oh, that's yeah. that's daunting. Ooh. You know, that's that's a lot. And of... I've done it before. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like then it's, you know, cuz with with it, you know, you're going to hit peaks and valleys and plateaus with anything that you're trying to work on and it can be discouraging and it can be really hard to then get back to what you were doing because you get so discouraged with it, whatever it is. You know, like my stack of books, and I'm like, I'm going to read this, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh,
1: yeah, well, did a
3: good job at collecting dust right now. <laughs> yeah. So.
1: And then dust more. That's another. Rant.
3: <laughs> that is that is a goal. Be better at dusting. Uh, but I think yeah, All one right. of my big. Goals.
1: Well, you know, one of the big goals last year was to make Vody successful, and I thank you for that. Well. Yeah, and it's an honor uh, to success. Work with you is going to continue as we already know uh, because I have a very good feeling of the crowd that we're going to have tonight uh, because I already know what our pre-ticket sales have been. They are more than we've ever had. Uh, In fact, uh, even kind of rival some of the crowds we've had for total attendees. Um, And I also see a lot of names on those that got the tickets that I don't recognize. So that means we're getting new people involved and, and oh, wanting to see our shows.
3: I love that. Yeah. I think uh, just one of the things that I feel is in anything that I've done and participated with other people is even getting the word out beyond our Theater performing right. community and letting getting it out there into Sioux Falls because I I talked to them they're like I had no clue right. I didn't know what this was a yeah. thing and I mean I I I there's probably a lot of things I have no clue that are happening mm-hmm. in town that you know I'm like oh yeah well I should probably go figure some you know other things and I think it's it's great to see people who may not necessarily have the confidence in local art take the risk to come yeah. and then be surprised at how talented our friends are
1: that they are and uh, we are very fortunate to not only know them but to uh, get them on our show yes all right in the meantime thanks for being on this show look forward to seeing you tonight yes and uh, always have a, a blast on stage with you so come have a blast with us leap in to march with one extra day of february all righty (laughs) emily appreciate it thank you so much and uh, we'll be back to wrap up the dave holly hour in just a moment Ladies, when it's time to give your nails some love, get that extra special treatment from Quality Nails on South Minnesota Avenue in Sioux Falls. Manicures and pedicures that look great and make you feel fantastic. Ziya and Tony provide professional care for your hands and feet, whether you just want the basics or an extra special look with added flair. Oh, and guys, it's okay to treat yourself, too quality nails call for an appointment
3: 605-334-1463 for him every day is a holiday. day here again dave holly
1: thanks again to my great guests big john small and emily wilson as always the biggest thank you goes to each of you that listen download share and follow If you haven't so far, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Besides information about the show, you'll find out when Dave Hollyhour Trivia is going on at Chasers. For all 218 episodes, go online at DaveHollyhour.com. By the way, use the search function on our website to look up when your favorite artists have been on before and listen to any of those previous episodes. As the Sioux Falls Arts Council says, together we art. As Art South Dakota says, home is where the art is, and as I say, put some art in your heart. Remember, I'm Dave Holly, and for me, every day is a holiday Day.
0: The Dave Holly Hour has been brought to you by TJS Ceramic Studio, Serendipity Studio Gallery and Gifts, Chasers Food and Spirits, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffitt Entertainment, and the Sioux Falls Arts Council. If you would like to contribute to the continued success of this podcast, simply buy Dave a cup of coffee. Go to DaveHollyHour.com and click on the coffee cup icon. Don't forget to stay up to date on the show by following on Instagram and Facebook. The Dave Holly Hour is produced in the Dipsy Doodle Studios by Big D Entertainment.
1: Thanks for listening.